Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagen. How you guys doing? Doing all right, Chris. I've uh, I've moved on from my sadness. I'm ready for the NFL, for the NBA offseason, and uh, I'm excited to get right into it. So, with that being said, the newest the newest news in the NBA offseason is that Kyrie Irving is apparently not staying with the Nets. Who would have believed? It? Who would have thought? It's a shocking revelation this that is... things or contract talks have not been going so great because of his demands. Yeah, I I mean, if I'm the Nets, there's no way in hell I'm paying him. Uh, I'm trying to figure out some sort of either sign and trade or some sort of... Uh, apparently, if he goes into his player option, they can trade him and not be under the hard cap. I don't... All those cap rules are uh, something I'm not aware of. It's so, above our, our pay grade. Yeah, exactly. So, but... that he, So, right now, I guess he would be... He'd pick, I mean, skill-wise... He'd be the best free agent, but every other sense wise, I would not want to pay him a dime. Like I, I, and if you can get, if you're the Nets and you can get him on a on a two year prove it deal, like do it, go go right ahead. But anything that he wants, that he's like all all the rumors that he's coming out of, I'm not. I'm just letting him. What he wants like a four year extension, right? Max, yeah, wants the max contract. So I I wouldn't give it to him. He's good enough. He's good enough to give it to him, but he's not dependable. An elite basketball player. Yeah, but he's a head it's, case. It's such. I know that's. It's such a weird balance that you have to find here when negotiating his contract. Because like, if they let him go, then you have Durant and Simmons. Like, what else do you have? Like, that team's not actually going to go anywhere. You have to find some sort of replacement for him. I don't know where that would come from. Yeah, and the issue is if they let him walk, just let him walk. No sign and trade, no nothing. They get they, they don't they can't just get they, that that space doesn't just come back to them. They don't don't mm-hmm. they don't have that void of everyone because it's not like the NFL where it's like one guy leaves and you have just massive void that you can use all that money for. But you can't in the NBA, and that's not how it's going to work. So they're going to have to get something back, either from a sign and trade or uh, some other trade. Or mm-hmm. they're gonna have to give in, and he has all the leverage because he can just go, "Look, I can leave if I want to." To any yeah, team that right. has cap, sp- like, and the teams that have cap space are like the Pistons and the Magic, <laughs> and like the Trailblazers. But so mm-hmm. he's gonna have to really be like, "Look, I'm going to Orlando. Like, yep. I'm going to somewhere that can take me." Or I wouldn't even want him if I were one of those teams. No, because you just, just have like a bunch of young players coming in. Yeah. Then you just throw Kyrie Irving in the mix. That would throw off everything. No, yeah, it would ruin your whole timeline. Yeah, it would sell tickets though. Yeah, yeah, you would get tickets, but and you you don't you're not need like you don't need it if you're those teams. You don't need a Kyrie. You're not a Kyrie Irving away from winning anything. So Ooh. yeah, definitely but not. the best scenario in my mind is him going back. To, is going back to LeBron. Is going easily. Going back to going to Lakers, playing with LeBron again, and then we get the crazy thing too. Like I feel like it could work. Oh yeah, it's him, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. That's a team right there. As long as he gets his head on straight and puts it all together, that's a team. And if they can get Davis back in basketball shape, which are two massive ifs, 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I think the odds of both those things happening are maybe 15, 20%. Those are like the worst, uh, like the least dependable basketball players yeah, in the right. NBA. And LeBron's in year 20 chasing a ring. Like, he's going to be just, he, he's going to be like, look, this is what I have to do. Yeah. He's to just like grasping at straws now. So then the, the best question that comes from that is what happens with Russell? There's no way Kevin Durant's playing with Westbrook again. There's no way. And that wouldn't that just be beautiful? If it was basically <laughs> so a swap. Awful. It'd be so awful. I, I feel like Russ will end up somewhere like Charlotte or somewhere where it's kind of out of the spotlight. Yeah, That's I think so too. Feeling. And There's no, unless it's the Knicks. The Knicks. Stephen A. Stephen A. would say he trade them all. He trade everyone for Russell Westbrook. So, I, apparently the Knicks fans would be a fan of it. So, I that I just don't believe it. I, I How can you watch him and like see his numbers and still believe that he's like a productive basketball player? The best part is that they're sitting there like on first take or whatever, and I'm sure the second he either gets traded. Or doesn't get traded, or say like if they start the season with Russell Westbrook on the team, someone's gonna say, I mean, he can still get you 18 points a game and a triple double. Like he can mm. still get you a triple double. So how bad could he possibly be? That and the he's an MVP. Yeah, he's <laughs> argument always comes up. Like once you win an MVP, that is in every single argument about who you are as a player. Even if it was 15 years ago, well, he's uh, a you former know, MVP. He, he, it's like, he's an yeah, MVP. I think he's washed at this point though the, like that he's just not the same player it's completely no it, yeah it's it is completely different and and when he won the mvp they were an eight seed <laughs> so I yeah it's it. not like he's ever been in a he's never been the man of of actual like i guess he's been to the playoffs a couple times but it's not like he was ever you know ever went anywhere far so yeah but you know former mvp i i just want to know like, there's a world where they can just – the Nets get cap space because of the trade to get rid of Kyrie. And it's funny. If they let him if they let him walk, they don't get cap space. But if they trade and get, like, almost nothing back for him, they get cap space. So, a world – I don't, I don't like, understand that. Trust me. I, 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 don't, I don't get it either. So, there's a world where it's, it might be even better than Russell Westbrook going to the with Kevin Durant where he just goes to OKC and the hometown hero comes back just for a couple more years. Just, and you think that would be better than him playing with Durant? I don't know. I just think just imagine like you're OKC, you're a fan of OKC. You're like, you, you already know you're on a timeline to be a fan for this team for the next like five years, because like, they're not going to do anything for, like, you know, they're just going to suck for the next five years. But yeah. instead of getting able to watch young nobody players it's like it's like oh you got to get yourself excited for russell westbrook again <laughs> and him just back at the same team stealing rebounds again uh not passing it to any of the young guys like it would just be a disaster an absolute disaster i guess there's i was thinking that there was still like animosity there but i guess there's his exit was not frowned upon no it was not it wasn't like durant's no they still love him there actually yeah so yeah that would actually be cool uh, but again, but, like if you're the Thunder, do you really want him coming in there? No, 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 you don't at all. There's not, there's, like if I'm the Thunder, I want nothing to do with Westbrook. Mm -hmm. I like 
Sure, I like and he had I think the other day he had like the Russell Westbrook day that's in Oklahoma City. And it's like, sure, like have have your fanfare for him, but don't yeah. don't bring him back. It'd be like his last year before retirement. There you go. Yeah. The imagine a team with Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that would be <laughs> Kevin Durant would want to quit on that team immediately. So in wake I mean, of Westbrook probably hates Durant more than Durant hates Westbrook. Oh, one hundred percent. That <laughs> that first like press conference would be so special. Would be just yes. I feel like it would just be silence for a little bit. Until, <laughs> until I don't know. There's a type of guy I feel like NBA players though, it's like if once they're forced on the same team, it's like they'll they'll put they'll bury the hatchet, you know? It's not like they're mm-hmm. gonna be arguing on the court or anything. Right. And like they both wanna win. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They and Dang, at least. They, Yeah. I, I mean I think Russell Westbrook just wants he wants to win, he's just bad at basketball. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I know what's going on in Durant's mind. I don't know what it is either. And I woke up, I think it was yesterday. This news came out about Kyrie, basically that he's he's basically out on the Nets. And mm. I saw like delusional Celtics fans. Oh, Kevin Durant coming to Boston. It's oh, I, I was like it, I was just like what? I thought I saw the brakes. I know I retweeted. I said pump the brakes. What's going on? Okay. Or I might have. I might have said. I could have sworn Durant. I saw. I probably uh, said like, we, we want, want Durant. Durant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Jamari was talking about Michael Brogdon. I said, Nah, we want Durant. We want Durant. I mean, of course you want Durant. Yeah, and my buddy was saying the other day or yesterday, I was talking about it, and he was like, Oh, you know, this it would take away from Tatum, like, and the the core that we brought winning a chip if we won a chip with Durant, and it was like, I don't care. I wouldn't care at all. Like all that that Warriors backlash, like the oh two rings fake because it's had with Kevin Durant. They, they ain't fake in their minds. They're they're yeah. still gold. They're they still on their rings. They had a parade. So I, I wouldn't care at all. That would be I'd be all for it. But it ain't happening. There's no way. I doubt it. Um, they were one of the final suitors for him though. What didn't it come down to the Warriors and the Celtics? Yeah, it was. Made the, he made the wrong oh. choice. But well. I mean, he, yeah, evadable. yeah, evadable. But anyways, it's funny with the whole Kevin Durant situation. If he apparent, if he wants out after this Kyrie debacle, there's not a lot of suitors. Like, I mean, of course, everyone would want Kevin Durant, but realistically, I don't Wizards even know what that looks like. Option. Wizards seem like the best bet, honestly. He's coming home. Yeah, there you go. I think he when he when he was a free agent, he should come home should come home to dc he he needs yeah. to come home at some point now that, that was never not never even got close to being real like no, we it talked was, about it for a couple years as if it was like oh well obviously he's gonna come home no it was <laughs> it was new york all the way yeah that would i like but it's it's really interesting to see like there i don't i haven't seen a lot of points about like where would kevin Durant actually go it was just like oh kevin Ant went one out of the nets but like Who's going to have enough to get rid of mm-hmm. to be good enough to hold Kevin Durant? You know what I'm saying? No. I think he's perfectly fine with if Kyrie leaves. You I think, don't think he stays? Leave. I probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it would drive 
they have to see he'd have to see what else the roster becomes right yeah but i don't think him leaving would but i'm be sure he also has a big say in that yeah that's true but i feel like kevin durant comes up to the gm is like oh pay Kyrie irving the max and they're probably like like sorry kevin no <laughs> I don't know. This team's going to be – I'm excited to see what they look like uh, post-free agency, post-draft. Because I think it's going to be – like, who knows if they even keep Ben Simmons. So, yeah. It's, yeah, they're, a lot of they're definitely the – team. Them and the Lakers are, like, the most volatile teams right now. But it's funny because they could also look exactly no the same. Right, yeah. Yeah, they exactly. could look exactly the same by the end. Which would be wildly disappointing. It would be. Would Especially be for the Lakers specifically. That's true. Uh, so let's look at other options for the Lakers because they think they're going to get everyone in the, in the free agency. But NBA free agency is coming up. It's coming up. It's right. Is it? Do you know when it starts specifically? I don't know. I just looked it up. June thirtieth okay. starts. Not so nine days right after the draft. Yeah, Drafts this Thursday. Yeah, they get they get rolling quick. Um, sorry, I'm looking up the making sure I have all the big names. So. Big name for the the biggest name is Zach Levine, and it's funny. He, I don't think he's he's definitely come back to the Bulls. That's my prediction on him. I don't think there's anyone that's out there that could that could get him. And he doesn't have enough leverage to be like sign and trade me to the Lakers, unless mm-hmm. he goes I'm or else I'm signing with you know the Portland Trailblazers. It's like that's that's the only leverage he has. So I feel like he will go back to the Bulls if they offer it to him. See a max guy. Like, will he get a max extension, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, whatever his max is. Like, the it's the max is such a loose term because it depends on that's true. how many NBA te- – like, all NBA teams you get. I think that's all the only thing that matters, actually, is how many all NBA teams you make. But whatever his max is, he will get the max. And other other ones is your guy, Brad Beal. Mm. I, don't, I think he's staying. There's it's... no – I think he's staying. <laughs> He said he's gonna stay forever now. He yeah, and he like, said on a every po- he was time talking to... like the rumors come up, he says I want to stay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he wants to stay. I don't even know if it would be best for them if he stays. Oh, that, to be honest. that I was gonna tell you. I was gonna say it might not be the best if he stays because you might end up in another John Wall situation. Like you gonna what? You gonna pay him five years to two fifty million? Yeah, and he's twenty nine years old. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I also just don't think that he's good enough to be the guy on a team. No, he's not. We've seen it. We've seen it. Right, not. yeah. He's, like they've he's had been, the team. Yeah, they've had the team for a while. It's We've seen it. Uh, where would you – where did you think he would go? It's a good question, honestly. It's, it's funny with a lot of these teams because no one in the NBA has I haven't seen this. any rumors. I haven't either. Uh, the biggest one, I guess, would be, like, Philly. Be a rumor. Oh, I would not like that. Or, a pa- so, according to Vegas, the odds for Bradley Beal, the favorites are the Boston Celtics. I don't know. I don't know why. Do you have the money for that? <laughs> I don't think so. But, uh, I don't know how money works anymore. So, like, it could it's be, true. like, some sign and trade where it's, like, we give up nothing to to get him on some deal. But I, I wouldn't want – like, if we're paying him max, like, I don't think we need – I don't think we're Bradley Beal away. Like, 
course, he would have helped. He would have helped a lot on that offense. But I, I don't know. I feel like, especially the last two years, have you felt like Bradley Beal has been Bradley Beal of the past, this guy that has been – I felt like he's fallen off the past year. He's been injured a lot, so I think that's some of it. Yeah, but I think I it definitely helps. I don't think he's fallen off from just like a pure – ability to score standpoint that's true and I mean, he can he can two years handle ago he averaged 31 a game yeah, he, i think he was since a point away from being the scoring champ i remember that because it was him and lebron right fighting for it mm. yeah he is a pure scorer doesn't play a lot of defense uh his three is i'm looking at the, that is the issue is, he's calmed down a little he bit he kind of forgot how to shoot threes which is not something you like, want. Yeah, he shot thirty percent from three this year. That's it's not really good. Bad. He was in a three point contest. I'm pretty sure at one point. Yeah, he used to be really good at threes. So, so. it's funny and like you're you're right. I haven't seen any rumors about it. Like I haven't seen any besides. I'm just like history. when I look it up, I just see from the deadline this year. So it's like the Heat, the uh, Sixers. It says the Suns. Really? The Suns emerge as early offseason suitor for Bradley Beal. The Suns would be kind of cool. I mean, but like him and Booker wouldn't. They, yeah, they're kind of like the same together, position. Yeah, no, they're kind of the same position. I don't, and defensively, like that's. Yeah, defensively, that's horrific. Uh, so yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that at all. The, it's, this is going to be weird this offseason. Because you have, like, Harden's probably going to stay. It seems like that's already nailed in. That I think mm-hmm. a rumor came out that he's going to stay. Um, Beal might leave. Levine might leave. And they're all kind of the same position. They're all kind of this two-guard who's not that's not really good at defense, but is a good scorer. Yeah. I think Miami could make sense. I think Miami would make sense. you play Butler at the three, mm-hmm. and then you have a scorer at you. You have Hero as well, so you have two shooting guards, basically, that can come in and and play at the same time for points in the game, not start at the same time. But you've got, like, your front court defense locked down with Bam. You've got Lowry, I guess. But I think that, and I think Boston could work as well. I think Boston could work. it, It would have to be, I wonder what they would have to give up in whatever sign and trade right yeah type deal but it seems like those sign and trades it's never like you're never you're never giving up some massive piece for it so mm-hmm. i guess that would be a good thing his it would take a hit on the defense you wouldn't be able to switch on everything right and we still wouldn't have that like and of course marcus is playing the the point as of right now and we just i, I like I don't know. It seems like he. I feel like with Brown have and Tatum. To play small. Yeah, and I feel like with Brown and Tatum, we just kind of, we kind of have those. Like I, I feel like now, next year they will be much better scorers than they were. I think that they hopefully have learned from this finals experience and will be. I just push themselves to the next. I mean, level. you don't just learn to be a better scorer, though. I know, but they can learn. They they already are good scorers. They just need to learn how to like finish and attack when they need to. And I, I don't know, Bradley Briel, he would be, he would definitely be a plus for this team. Like it wouldn't be a negative, mm-hmm. but 
it would have to it all have to depend on what they want you know that's true what they want back but they they have that that friendship that st louis friendship with him and tatum that has been talked about all the time Mm -hmm. um yeah because that there was one like maybe week there where i thought tatum might come to the wizards (laughs) just because my roommate said it and then i looked it up and there was like one article about it and i was like oh my god that would be oh amazing for the podcast can you believe this chris the lakers are interested in bradley beal what a surprise what a surprise the lakers that are interested in every free agent are also another guy who can't shoot threes and doesn't play defense (laughs) perfect fit would you take russ back no (laughs) i don't i I would not take russ back (laughs) i think that we should just blow it up i think you should i think you should too I think that they should run – we'll get into the mock draft later, but I want to see Donnie Davis, Kuzma, Rui, Denny, KCP. Or not KCP. I don't okay, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. Porzingis. Yeah, Porzingis. All right, before you keep going, I don't know if it's a hot take or not. On the, Cel- on the Boston Celtics next year, I would rather have Kyle Kuzma than Bradley Beal. I was thinking about it the other day. Kuzma oh, is almost a perfect bench guy. He would be, come mm-hmm. off the bench if he if he wants if he can. I mean, like if we he allows the role to happen, come off the bench, control the second unit, uh, score. He's been there before. He's a champion, NBA champion. Uh, I I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I love Kyle Kuzma on the Celtics. So how about you guys keep Beal? We'll take Kuzma. Just off your. I head. like Kuzma a He's, lot. I like Kuzma too. <laughs> I really like him. He's so, a. I don't. I don't really want to give him to you. I was seeing. Uh, I feel like every mock trade with the Wizards has to do with Kuzma. I'm like, I feel like they'd want to keep I him. Know. They'd want to keep. I him. mean, it depends on what they could get. What was the one? It was Kuzma and ten for number four. No, oh, that I would do. I do that times. because yeah. I want Ivy. Yeah, I do that a hundred times out of a hundred. But and then you get. Oh, and then you have Ivy. Porzingis. Rui, Denny. <laughs> Anything I with Denny, I, I, Denny's got to stay. Anything with Denny like can Denny. happen. I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. I guess it was while I was lifeguarding just because there's so much for me to sit and think about while I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And I was just thinking about how, you know, he's such a young player. He's drafted at what, like 18, 19? And he's been in the league for two years. Like, he's got plenty of time. He's got plenty of time. Yeah. So, same he's with Rui. now. Rui's also pretty young, right? Rui There's... was like 22 when he was drafted, though. Oh, he's 24 never, now. Never I mean, he's like he's all right, I guess. He's three years older than Denny is. But he's gonna be more like what he is like now than he ever like he's not. I, and I said that the, the day of the draft, I said I'm worried that he's gonna come in and like contribute right away, and then just uh, that's it. Like never get never turn into anything real. Yeah. I think it's exactly what's happening. So before we get to the mock draft, other two free agents that seems like the only two bigger ones that are going to be possibly on the move is DeAndre Ayton from the Suns and uh, Jalen Brunson from the Mavericks. So you see that Brunson is Brunson's dad got hired by the Knicks. So everyone's like, oh, you got to go to the Knicks. It's like, this isn't high school. Oh, like in the front office? <laughs> no, and the hired as like an assistant coach. 
Like this isn't oh, this isn't okay. some college or a high school where it's like oh because of oh my I gotta go where my dad is and maybe it is like maybe maybe I'm maybe. wrong, but it's the Knicks and maybe I don't it know seems like a perfect New York story. It's funny though. It's like oh like is Brunson really what you want, Knicks? Is this what you like? That's true. It was the same thing a couple years ago when they signed like Randall and Taj Gibson and there's one other. Who else did they get? Oh, they got like they three power forwards. On, yeah, they missed out on Durant and Kyrie and Zion, all in one draft, <laughs> or so all in one they... It was There's t- one other yeah, power forward. It was but... Bobby Portis, wasn't it? Yes, Bobby Portis. Yeah. and yeah, so I don't know. This just seems like they're like, oh, we need a point guard, so gotta get the the best one on the market, and it's yeah. it's Jalen Brunson. Like, and Jalen Brunson's <laughs> a nice player. I don't know. I think he will stay in Dallas, though. They can give him the most money. And he seems like he loves the team. Aiton, on the other hand, he might be gone because it doesn't seem like the Phoenix Suns want to pay for him. I, Which is strange. Very strange. Like if you draft a guy number one and he becomes productive, you think that like you want to keep him forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you just went. You just went to the finals a year ago. With the say. Like, yeah. And and he's what we're and Aiton's like, seven what, like, away from playing in the conference finals this year yeah and i think he's still super young right should be he's 23 yeah he's got room to grow and he already has chemistry with the guys i don't know it's it's a strange you're you're right it's strange but the the owner sarver he is just not known for paying for paying he's not Mm -hmm. known for paying for people so i think he might i think a good fit for him would actually be portland if he does leave help out dame Maybe maybe it leads to something, but yeah, they need a big man. Dave, and, yeah, honestly, yeah. I always whatever forget. happened with him, like it's still rumored that he's gonna leave, or is he? And the they show? they are like in the middle of like a rebuild, and Dame's still on the team. So I, I that's um, why it doesn't make sense. So like they think they think with all this cap space they can try to get someone, but I mean up. it's what the war the Warriors basically did that with Curry. Yeah, but they also think about it. What? All right, explain. Well, I mean, it wasn't entirely. Actually, it is because Dame was hurt last year. Mm-hmm. So, like the Warriors, they lost Durant. They basically lost Clay too, and then they had to kind of like rebuild the team. And he wasn't playing, so they brought in Wiggins. They drafted Poole, drafted Wiseman, brought in like Porter. Looney, the, actually Looney, I think had been there. Yeah, Looney was there. Like you basically kind of rebuilt the team, filling in for when Steph wasn't there, and then when Steph came back, like he actually had the team. And I'm not, I don't want to put Lillard on the same. Yeah, year I as agree. Steph, but I see I'm thinking about it. It kind of, it kind of makes sense. I see what you're saying. I see that they're and they have a lot of they have they're one of like the three teams that have cap space. So every one of these guys, you're gonna hear a rumor about them going to Portland because mm-hmm. they're the only ones with cap space. So maybe they can convince a free agent to come. Maybe they can get Aiden. Uh, and you're right. Maybe they can be. Maybe they. Can Problem be is, they have a seventh pick. Yeah, they didn't get like the second, the third. They yeah. got like the seventh. So, but. Even with the seventh, you can try to trade that for either some other role players or some a mini star. Like you can try to get someone with that. So I don't think I think there's you're right. Maybe there's hope for 
for Portland. And I think Dame, I think he's just on board because it seems like he is just loves Portland, wants to do it the right way. Well, good for him. Power to him. All right, you ready for this mock draft? Yep. I was getting distracted anyway because I was I have the Wizards like salary sheet pulled up and just <laughs> trying to manage the team in my head about the things that they could do. You got to get the two case bluted up. I know. I, I was just thinking that. My controller's broken. So that's I've been a little bit distracted. That's a shame. Because <laughs> first it was this, and I was like, what are we going to do with Beal? And then it was like, oh, why don't I just do it myself? Oh, wait, I need a new Xbox controller. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> and 50% focus on the podcast right now. My apologies. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Be 100% committed. We're ready for the, the NBA 2022 lottery mock draft. Uh, we decided to do only the lottery because by pick 14, I already didn't really know the players. So, apologize for our uh, our not expert analysis on this. But you're going to get it anyways. I don't think anyone really cares about later in the draft anyway. Yeah, they care about the top 10 pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty even much. once we get past like my 11 through 14, I, I don't know what I'm going to say about <laughs> <laughs> all right go uh let's go number one orlando magic on the clock this i had a lot of i would i flipped back and forth with this a lot i'm not well lie. okay so what i did i did the same thing with the nfl where i looked up the odds yeah and jabari smith has the highest odds that's, so that's who i went with. with okay i also went with jabari smith i feel i was looking i was thinking about it and like the they Orlando Matt, they have to hit. And it's like Chet has such a high ceiling, but it could also crash and burn. Mm-hmm. And Jabari, I feel like, has the better I think they it fits a little better with their what the team that they already have. They already have a lot of point guards. Uh he didn't have a single point guard his whole college career. Or at least a good one. Yeah, no, not at all right. So yeah, and his his field goal percentage, his two point percentage was pretty horrendous. It was, but his three his three point percentage was great, and yeah, they already have a lot of like they have a a good center. I guess they also have a good power forward, but I feel like he flipped right in, and could be a good contributor right away for the Magic. Yeah, that's that's it. Feels like the safest pick, which is yeah. not necessarily a bad thing either. Like I I do agree. I think Chet has higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. I think that he could end up being like on a fine superstar, but this guy is more likely to come in and produce right away. And when you have the number one pick, I feel like that's what you have. It's like we talk about it with the Jags in the NFL draft, mm-hmm. where uh, Hutchinson was the safe pick. They ended up going with yeah Trayvon, Trayvon Walker, Walker and like, yeah, yeah, we don't know. Like maybe he has a higher ceiling, but you can't miss when you have the number one pick because reason you have the number one pick it's because you suck mm-hmm. you need guys that can come in right away the uh, re- apparently bleacher report uh seven minutes ago bearing a major surprise javari smith will go number one so that's that's the best best way to do it you know it means right, yeah. it's gotta go at the at all the reports are, lo- are leaning towards smith <clears throat> it makes sense and they're usually right yeah they're normally like right. we usually don't have that many surprises Mm-hmm. Especially with number By one. By the time. Yeah, right. Uh, all right. 
this leads me to my favorite pick in the draft. This is the reason why, one of the major reasons why I didn't have Orlando take take him, because I love Chet Holgrim to OKC. Yeah. It I have talk about point. fitting the timeline, like we just said with Jabari Smith. It perfectly fits the timeline. They still want to lose. Uh, so this Chet, like this Chet pick's not going to be like. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't think a Jabari Smith be like, oh, we're going to win 28 games and ruin our odds. But this like this team is, is still young and is still growing, and they have a great front court. They have a terrible – I mean, a great back court. They need a good front court, and Chet is the perfect unicorn to add to this team. Who's the other guy that they have that – Poku. Be... Okay, that's him, right. him and Poku are going to be the, the, the Slim that's Towers. Right. Slim Towers. Yes. I couldn't remember what the. I knew that there was something there. The Slim Towers. Yeah, I mean that's like that's awesome. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, it we is. have never seen an NBA team like that with those two guys down low. I we were talking about like the Wizards somehow trying to get Chet and just thinking about him and Porzingis, but this would be very similar. I don't know how well that works. You couldn't start it in both. I don't think. Oh, I don't think maybe. They would. I mean, they're both just so skinny. The he's got to he's got to put on some weight. Chet is going to be the most fascinating NBA player, I feel like mm-hmm. next year. He's just going to be like already just coming into the league. He's going to be the most fascinating player just because. And it's like this: the statement that I'm about to say is is okay. We just have never seen anyone that looks like this. This mm-hmm. is this dude is one of one. So who knows what is going to happen? It could. Be, I mean, yeah, a guy that's seven feet but can play like a two guard. And he's also smart as hell. Like yeah. he, he is probably, he, he has a great basketball IQ. His, his defensive IQ is phenomenal. And yeah. he just, and then he's stuck in this seven foot body that can just shoot over everybody. So he's definitely going to need some weight at some point. And I think it'll come, but he has the touch. Like this is going to be a one of one guy. If he, like mm-hmm. puts it all together i feel like he can be taken advantage of physically mm-hmm. uh, just because the guys in the nba are so much stronger than him but he's just so long yeah but like even if he is he's still going to be able to contest shots mm-hmm. so i don't know it will it will definitely be fascinating to see and you can only put on so much weight when you look like that yeah because you don't want too much weight mm-hmm. you don't have to, and What's nice though about Chet, and I guess this was the the whole ceiling factor and basement, but you know, you know he's just gonna like he's gonna at least be in uh, Al Horford, right? He's gonna be able to shoot because he he can now, and he's gonna be able to play good defense. So you're gonna get someone that at least, no matter what else happens, he can at least be a little bit worse, Al Horford. Which wouldn't, mm-hmm. which isn't bad. Yeah, it'll. Yeah, he's definitely going to be the most interesting player in this draft, and we've known that for like he was the most interesting player in college. Yep. Yep. And I'm uh I'm excited to see if he if he goes to this Oklahoma City team. I just am excited to see like this this white boy lineup that they're going to have. <laughs> they're gonna That's us. Like nobody has ever looked like this team will with no, Giddy this, too. Yeah. With yeah with Giddy Poku. <laughs> Like they're just gonna they're they're gonna instruct their will with these, with these weird looking white guys. Uh huh. Um. Well, and then who they have they have, they've Shea Gilgis still. Dort. 
door. Yeah, they they're literally they're gonna they're, they're starting five. The Giddy Shay, Dort, Chet, and uh. What's his name? Poku. Let's see it. Let's run it. That'd be that'd be the the, the the what what they call the the Warriors the death lineup. That's the death lineup right there. All right, number three, third guy. I'm guessing it's the third guy on the block. Gotta be Paolo. Yeah. Gotta be Paolo. I uh, sweat thing concerns me a little bit. What's his sweat problem? He sweats like he like he loses. Like, oh eight yeah, pounds a game. yeah. I did hear take that. like special medicine or something. Yeah, that's an issue. I don't, I don't know if it will be or not, but it seems like it is. I guess he was fine this year. So, like, what happens if they go to San Antonio in the finals and the AC breaks? Then on LeBron. <laughs> yeah, he'd be. He'd have the. He'd have worse cramps than LeBron. He'd be screwed. <laughs> he would be screwed. Uh, he. It's funny. He could be. Like, I think any three of these guys could be the best player in the draft. Mm-hmm. But he can be the one that we we just like. Oh, I, I can't believe we we just let this guy go to three. Yeah. Like kind of like Evan Mobley was this year, mm-hmm. where he just he fell to three, and we were like, oh, I just can't believe they got the best player in the draft at three. But if he, he all- can if he can improve his three point shot, I think he he will be the best player in the, in the draft. Yeah, and I think like I don't know if, I don't know if this is a false statement or not, but I always feel like. They all like their their shot percentages in the NBA when going when you're a high draft pick like this, they always get better. Cause mm-hmm. you're not the best guy on your college team. You're like the fifth best guy on your NBA team. You actually right, have yeah, some real true. point guards, um, and some teammates that will put you in the right position. But I think I mean, he dude, I think he can be pretty NBA dominant. Team. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I uh I think he can be pretty dominant. Uh, I do too. And he, he, I think he has to learn to play better defense too. But he's so athletic that like oh, that yeah. should come naturally mm-hmm. at some point. As long as and it's the NBA, like it's the NBA. As long as you put in some effort, you know, mm-hmm. defense will come. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's funny. It's I always forget what position he is because like he doesn't look as big as he is. He really doesn't. He looks so much I, smaller. He's, yeah. Kuzma was the same way. When I found out that Kuzma was 6'10", I was very surprised. Yeah. Yeah, very Kuzma-ish. But, and like, you could run him at the 3 or the 4, I think. Yeah, I'd agree. This has – the one that I have it on said power forward, but I he could definitely hmm. play small forward. And he – like, the way that he went at in Gonzaga, that Gonzaga game, like, the Texas Tech game, like, he just had so many moments this year that you know, like, okay, he'll be – He'll be pretty decent, at least. Mm-hmm. All right, number four. Is it you got you got the same thing I got? I put Ivy here. I put Ivy here too. At first, I didn't. Um, but then I decided that he's the best guy available. So at first, I think I had Keegan Murray here. That I saw some buzz. It's kind of like that. the two options for the Kings. Yeah. If but, well, the and Kings, the other reason is because you have De'Aaron Fox. But I don't know. I feel like even if you have two guys that don't fit perfectly together, like you can't take that risk and not take the guy you think is the best player. So The Kings are screwed. The Kings are screwed because they always screw themselves 
every time. If they pick Jalen Ivey, Jaden Ivey, this will be the fourth point guard in four drafts that they will draft in the first round. Yeah, uh, that's ridiculous. It, no, that should be like illegal. They should be arrested for that. And just trade the pick then. They should trade the pick. That's what I think they should do because you're going to look like a fool if you take someone that's not Ivy. And especially if you don't get anything back from trading down because he is the next best available player. And someone will trade up who needs a point guard, like the Wizards, mm-hmm. will trade up and then spend some real capital to try to get that fourth pick. Uh, all the reports that I'm seeing is that they will trade the fourth pick. That's what I'm seeing. But with, with the thing I was I, – we didn't pred- – I'm not going to predict trades because sometimes – we always say that there's going to be trades happening like crazy and then like last year it never happened. Mm-hmm. But I do believe this trick will, this pick will be traded. Just don't know where. But if they, even if they don't, I say take them anyways and just deal with your problems later. Because if you'd you rather have, have the like, problem having with too a many bunch good of players. That's what I was, it's a good problem to have when you have three good point guards on one team. Yeah. Because then you can you can move them mm-hmm. or positions that you actually need. But like that comes when you're ready to be a competitive team. Yeah. Yeah. Like first you have to have the talent. Mm-hmm. And like if you're taking if you're reaching on guys because they're a better fit when you have the fourth overall pick. Then you're going to be in the, in top the same 10 position. Again. Yeah, you're going to be in the same position. So I agree. you don't you don't fill your needs through the draft. I don't think. I think that's general consensus, mm-hmm. unless it's like quarterback in the NFL for some reason. But yeah. basketball, especially, like you take the best guy there. I agree. And I think it's. I, I can't make an argument for any of these guys being better than Ivy. No, I can't either. And it seems like consensus with all the the draft people is it's the same way. It's Ivy is the next guy up. He's the next or I, I the really, next out of the I three. I want him so bad. <laughs> I almost trade Beal for Ivy. Oh, I would I would do that instantly. Like I, I if you get Beal for the fourth pick, if you get the fourth pick for Beal, hell yeah, mm. I would do that. That'd be awesome. Um. All right. My next pick is to the, of course, to the Pistons. And I got Sharp out of, it says Kentucky, but he never played a game there. Yes, I, I have the same thing. Really? <laughs> yes. Really? So, I mean, the Pistons, all right, here's, here's my thinking. The Pistons are a team that is nowhere close to competing. Mm-hmm. They need to find someone who can play with Cunningham, and they have plenty of time. So it makes sense to draft a guy who is very raw right now. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know think... anything about this guy because I haven't seen him play. All I know is that he was the number one prospect going in and then mm-hmm. didn't play for some reason. But I was thinking that, and I was also looking at their roster, and they already have a young power forward in uh, – crap, it was a guy the Kings drafted before uh, Luka. But they have any like technically, I guess right now he's a bust, but he's still young. Oh, Bagley, Bagley, yeah, yeah. They have Marvin Bagley. They have who else? Do they have they have um, a couple other power forwards that are there. So Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. yeah, still on the roster right now. So the the need for a power forward in Keegan Murray is, is not there. 
mm-hmm. uh, and the need for a shooting guard is very much there. Like their starting shooting guard is uh, Diallo, who won the dunk con- won the dunk contest and does nothing else, and Carson, Carson Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, great, great Carson Edwards. Um, but now that no one else on the team is another guard for Kate Cunningham, mm-hmm. and this would be a perfect. You're right. They could grow up together in the NBA. There's a lot of guards too that are like I feel like this is a guard heavy top ten. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Outside of the top three, it, it feel like it becomes all guards. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, next up, I'm this. I'm guessing is gonna be the same one because it's yeah. just a just a great fit. That's, Keegan Murray that's available again. Yeah, yep. Keegan Murray to the Pacers. Another great fit. They already have the guards that they need. They just got Halliburton with the distributor that they need, and now they're gonna get us someone for their front court. And they'll probably get rid of Miles Turner at some point, mm-hmm. which we've been saying that for like five years now. He's like uh, Eric Favors in 2K. Oh yeah, you play, it's yeah. it's like the Jazz are always trying to trade Derek Favors. Aren't no. they? Isn't T.J. Warren leaving too? Yeah, T.J. Warren. He's a free agent. He another Celtics guy. I would like if we can get Bubble Jordan. That'd be sick. Bubble Jordan. Um, they got Jalen. They have Jalen Smith. I think they can re-sign him. Uh, Brogdon is he should still be on his rookie deal. No, they remember because Phoenix is so cheap. They literally just waved his the end. Oh, of the that's deal. right. Yeah, they're so cheap that they just waved the last couple salaries. That was a terrible pick. Yeah, they could have gotten Halliburton. Halliburton would have been great for him, backing up. And it, at the time, like Smith was not ready to come in and play minutes in the NBA. At least for a competitive team, and if it, like they were a competitive team, yeah, it was, that I, never made any sense. I was pissed about that because of Jalen Smith, obviously, and that was not a spot for him to succeed. No, it so wasn't. I'm glad he's with Indiana because he had actually a pretty good year. Yeah, he had a good end to his year. Thirteen and seven in his last not like, bad twenty two games. Yeah, yeah, Brogdon seems like it's on his way out. Same with Buddy Heald. They're just trying to get younger, trying to get better players, and mm-hmm. Keegan Murray is the best option here. He could like instantly come in and be. He'd at be least the number one scoring option. I was about to say he'd be the scoring he'd be the scoring option of this team. So it would be Halliburton. A, it's a perfect and spot. Him and Halliburton would be a great duo. I feel like. I think so. At least they have the potential to be. All right. Next up, the Pacers. I have. Oh. I have Benedict Matherin. Probably. Oh, finally, we have different. I have Dyson Daniels. Okay. The, the G League guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think another another point guard with Dame? I mean, he's 6'8". That's true. I guess you can move him over. I don't. No, this is another guy that I don't six. really know much about. So, I, what I know about Dyson, because I, I have him on my going – well, I guess I'll talk to him because he's because he's coming up soon. So I'll talk to him when yeah. I'll talk to him about him. He's coming up soon. Uh, what do you know about Benedict? Because I I know, I know that he's I a watched... good scorer. And yeah. He's not a good ball handler. So I was thinking, you know, Dame will handle the ball, and he could hopefully put Benedict in position to uh to help him out. And they need a small forward. I think their number one right now is Josh Hart, who isn't terrible, but this could be an upgrade. And 17, 17 points a game isn't bad. No, he was 
really good at Arizona. He was like the he was the the go to scoring option. I didn't know he's a bad ball handler. Um, that's I don't know. That's what I read on some because uh, when I was doing this, I used a a website, and it's mm-hmm. it was like all like the positives and negatives for it and oh, okay his negatives. Were but like, yeah, he's he seems like a guy who will just be a scorer. Mm-hmm. Don't know how well he'll actually translate to the NBA. It's weird. His free throws went down. I'm looking at his percentage from the last two seasons. And mm-hmm. maybe he was taking more of them. I'm guessing he was taking more of them. But it's 80, 84% to 76% It's not good. And a, and a five-point dip in his three-point percentage, too. So, I don't know. I don't know much. Well, was I don't he a sophomore this year? Yeah, he was a sophomore. He came in, uh, I guess, stayed a year at Arizona. I think he could uh he could possibly translate well. They need a small forward. That's kind of why I put him there. And yeah, that's that's all. I, I, I yeah, he's an interesting one because he I feel like he's small to play small forward. Six six. It's I mean ESPN has him yeah. as a guard, and then here this website that I used has him as a small forward. So I don't. I know. guess like wing has kind of merged. Those yeah, it's almost. Yeah, I agree. It's like edge in football. Yeah, yeah. Just I, don't, I mean, D-line. I liked him. I liked watching him in the tournament. Right I, here, I know that. headlines: the upside, the upside of Benedict uh, Matherin is hiding in plain sight, according to Bleacher <laughs> or Super Bowl Nation. I mean, the kid can score. The kid can score, that. yeah. And if you put him on a team where he actually has other options and like less of the attention is focused on him, he'll be able to score. I would think so. I mean, that's like a bit, hopefully, that's hopefully. massively oversimplifying draft in the NBA, but and you can talk yourself into anybody. Oh, yeah. I yeah, just don't know. He true. worries me that he's like a guy that's really good in college just because of the defense that he faces. And then when it's the NBA, like it doesn't, his offensive game doesn't translate. I could be dead wrong about that. But. Even if that's true, you're on, he's on he's going to be on a team in my in my mock draft at least with Dame Lillard and will be hmm. luckily like his the focus will not be on him it'll be on be on Lillard, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you want to talk about Dyson or do you want me to? Uh, he's up. He's my next pick for this to Pelicans, so we could talk about it together if you want. Let's let's tag team it. All right, so I have. The next pick, I have Dyson Daniels going to the Pelicans. My I have Mather, by the way, so we just had those two flipped. Okay, so we have them flipped. My thoughts were, I was like, the Pelicans are an up-and-rising team that has a lot of players already like that are going to be playing next year. Like, they have, and what could they use? And they could use a guy like Daniels who is, can pass the ball very well and distribute to apparently like the the things that i read about him was just raving about his like his facilitating ability so Mm -hmm. they on a team with zion and brandon ingram cj mccollum have another guy to facilitate and pass the ball to everybody seems like right up their alley so he's more of like a facilitator than he is a scorer yeah, I heard that's that's why. I, that's okay, why I yeah, athletic, aggressive defender, budding playmaker. Yeah, I guess I I like that more now that I think about it. 
have the way that you have it. Well, thanks. <laughs> well, thanks. Matherin going seven and Daniels going eight. Because they don't have, like, who's the Pelicans' point guard right now? They have CJ McCollum. So they have. He's not really a point guard, though. No, he's more of a shooting guard. And they have. Uh, Alvarado. Guess, Alvarado. So this could be this would be a big upgrade and help them defensively because McCollum's not very mm-hmm. good at defense, um, and be able to pass around as as I just said I and I like it like when you look at the other guys it feels like they're all like people that will be a key to a team and like Daniels it seems like would be just a perfect fit for a team. Mm-hmm. So that's I, the I, only thing but, is I think he has a higher ceiling than. Benedict does, which would Daniels. be yeah, which would maybe be why he goes before him. Yeah, I could see that. Also, apparently, he had. Wait, let me find the headline. Oh, where'd it go? About the Pacers, it said that like he had the like one of the best workouts that Indiana has ever seen. Oh, then we sh- maybe maybe he's going to to the Pacers then because so, we let's, let's yeah, throw everything that we've talked throw it about all out. away because <laughs> the uh dude those workout those back remember back in the day or I guess maybe not remember because we it was like the 2003 draft I heard the story about the the guy who the Pistons got over um Carmelo Anthony I totally forget his name and they said that the reason why they took him was because of his workout his workout was just phenomenal with the team. Uh-huh. So, I mean, Dyson Daniels might have to go one now. If his workout was the best that Indiana's ever true. seen. He has to go. <laughs> That's going to go one. All right. Anyways, number nine to the Spurs. Who you got? I have A.J. Griffin. God damn it. Duke. Seriously? Yeah. That was one that I, like, didn't even see in the mock drafts. I no, thought I, didn't, I, thought this was a, I thought this was a sneaky pick. I was like... <laughs> Uh, all right well this is why do we even do this <laughs> i don't know we should just do them together we should just we should just do them together from now on because i know our next pick's the same too um i've already talked about it i know so. i know all right well anyways sure. let's talk about aj griffin <laughs> he no you're right though he seems like a sneaky pick because he he reminds me a little bit of cam reddish because he was a highly rated guy who came in and wasn't the number one on the team yeah and he also but, wasn't he, he like dipped in what people expected it. of him right yeah where like reddish was also that guy he was like a top 10 recruit mm-hmm. i think that year what was it barrett was one zion was three and reddish was five maybe i think so it was something crazy so like, like they almost had a similar where it was like they had Paolo, mark williams at center and then griffin is it griffin or griffith Griffin. Griffin. Okay. I like that. That's better. Yeah, Griffin's better than Griffith. But it, he seems like a guy. And, like, who else do the Spurs have that's. No, they don't have a lot of forwards. Especially at the wing. No, they don't have a wing position. And it seems like that's. We talk about the, the raw talent of him as you. Because coming out of high school, that's the perfect spot to put him with Pops yeah. still being there. He hasn't retired yet. Um, the team has always been good with uh, developing these guys so seems like a perfect Murray at point guard too mm-hmm. so really i mean they i could see them going a bunch of different directions here they could go big man 
That would work also. Yeah, they could also use a big man. So, yeah, but, this, is, this will be an interesting pick. Uh, yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. Uh, all right, number 10, I also put Johnny Davis just because – Johnny Davis. I, I put him there like – you you know what you're talking about. I feel like he's gonna, I feel like, he, I feel like he's kind of glued there to me. Yeah, I couldn't see anyone else getting going getting going to the Wizards. Well, I I've talked about it before that I like the Big Ten guys because I get the chance to watch them play. So that's why I like Ivy. Of course, oh. is my first option if they can trade up. But if not, Johnny Davis is another guy that worries me a little bit. That he's like such a dominant scorer in college, and then once he faces NBA defenses. It doesn't translate super well, but for better or for worse, I always like the guy who watched dominating college opposed to. Are you worried about the 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 three point? The three point percentage is pretty shit. Shot thirty percent in college. I don't know. He'll have. He also will have more open looks. Yeah, he, he will. was taking a billion shots a game last year. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many, how many shots he was taking a game. I'll see if I can find it. But he was like the guy. Okay, so now he'll be yeah he'd be in a role where where Kuzma and Casey or Porzingis are taking all the all the shots. So yeah, you're right. He's got to learn to pass the rock though. That's true. If he can't, yeah, because he's not going to come in on the Wizards. No, and they need a point he got guard too. Eight rebounds a game. That's a lot. It's a lot of rebounds. That uh, That's incredible for a guard. He uh, he needs to be a better passer. He needs to have better, <clears throat> uh, more assist numbers because the the Wizards, if they draft him here, he's gonna have to play point. I feel like mm-hmm. instead of the shooting guard stance that I guess he, I get. I don't know. Maybe he's point. But I mean, now, he had the ball in his hands. Then yeah. All the time. So, a guy like that is gonna have to learn how to pass. I think uh, with the with the other stuff, we underrate how much people have to learn in the NBA, no matter what. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be a growing pain, anyways. He'll be in there. I think it'd be I think it'd be a great fit. Mm-hmm. I mean, they need a guard. Yeah, they need a guard, especially if if Beal doesn't come back, which I'm kind of banking on, honestly. If I'm the Wizards, I, I I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to sign I wouldn't want to pay him two hundred fifty million. No, I don't either. I would not be heartbroken. Yeah, like thank you, Beal, for all the uh, All Star games you made for us, but that's about it. Yeah. All right, number eleven, the Knicks. I have Mark Williams out of Duke. I have Tari Eason from LSU. No idea who that is. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I like I that guy's not on my fourteen. I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you you take power take the, forward. Okay, power forward. Nice. And score. And shoot the three ball. Cool. Again, I don't like. This is the part yeah. of the draft where I basically run out of material. Yeah, we've kind of we've kind of fallen off. Look, Knicks need a Knicks need a center. I gave him the Duke one and the. Duke I have Mitch Robinson. Yeah, he's a free agent. Might not resign. Oh, Might he? have to go somewhere okay. else. Uh, so you get Mark here. You can put a stick him right in. And I don't know how good or bad he really was, but he was a Duke center that shot. Oh my God, he shot seventy two percent. 
that's well, but ridiculous. he's they're all like layups. yeah they're all just dunks and layups uh because he he has a zero three-point percentage <laughs> so that's yeah i can't really this seems like it. a great knicks player i'm not gonna lie Nah, yeah, it seemed old school. Yeah, let's throw yep. it back. Ju- run it with Julius, Julius Randall, and him. Run, it. love it. <laughs> uh, all right, that's uh, that's all I got for the Knicks. Number twelve. Okay, he's back up. I have Jeremy Sochan or Sochan from Baylor. I've heard of that guy. You just get another big guy. Pair okay. with Chet. I have Jalen Duran, uh, the Memphis okay. guy. Same idea. Yep. Pair him with another big guy. Uh, Chet gets another big guy there. Uh, and I was thinking Giddy gets another big guy where mm-hmm. Duran uh, really didn't have any point guards in Memphis. And they – now you get Giddy who can find him and just give him some nice lobs that he didn't really get. All right. What else uh, do we have? We got the Hornets. I have Duran going to Charlotte. Okay. They also need they need a center desperately. Low. They need a center yeah. desperately. So this would be like falling into their lap, honestly. Yeah, they'd be lucky if they got. I feel like they got him there. I have Uzman Dang going there because there wasn't any top tier centers coming back. This guy uh, didn't play in college. He was in Australia or France. Mm. France. France. Yeah, France. And they they said I. I totally forget what the scouting report was on him now that I have him. But I don't know. It seems like small forward, France. They said his shooting wasn't very good. <laughs> Sorry. He played, he played in New Zealand. Small Sorry. forward, France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. He played in New Zealand now, actually. I lied about the France. I, okay. I don't I don't really know much about this guy at all. How about that? Yeah, this is, this uh, is tough. Yeah, yeah. Three-point shot apparently was bad, but we've seen the European guys get it better in the league. So... That's all I got. Uh, this is why people listen. Yes. Yeah, they listen for this for the... kind of analysis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My next guy, I've literally known nothing about. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> Malachi... What are we at? 14? Yeah, Malachi Baram. Oh, yeah. There we go. Malachi okay. Branham. He's Big an Ohio guy. State guy. He wasn't even the best player on the team, though. EJ Liddell was. Well, he was ranked but, high enough to go for Yeah, he was. He's got a higher ceiling, I guess, than Liddell. I don't think Liddell's a good guy that transitions very well. Um, he reminded me a little bit of Obi Toppin. But, and, um, yeah, I don't know. He didn't impress me that much at Ohio State. But I guess the, the scouts are high on him. Sure. I have... Uh, <laughs> sure. I have... Oche Abaji from Kansas, guy who didn't miss a three-pointer against, oh, was it in the national championship or the final four when he went, he hit like the first five shots of the game and they were all threes. I think it was the championship. Oh, wait. Because they were down big. It was the final four. Sorry. Wow. This but guy, he played, he's a He's, he's the a best senior. player on the national championship team. So And he's a senior too. He seems <laughs> like... NBA ready, going to the Cavs. Because, you know, they have to be NBA ready if they're playing four years of college. But how old is this kid? 22 or 23. It's got to be. Yeah, he's 22. But he can shoot. I like it. Like, 14th pick seems like a great 14th pick right there. Damn, he can shoot really well. 
shot forty yeah. percent from three. It's pretty damn yeah, good. So I feel like worst case scenario there, you at least get a guy that can come off the bench and shoot threes. I thought he's bigger than six five, to be honest. It smells like Neesmith. I was thinking that. It smells like Neesmith. Yeah, but Neesmith didn't win a national championship. That's true, and he wasn't the best player on that team. So that is correct. Higher upside. All right. Well, that was a shit show. That was a train wreck at the end. I'm not gonna lie. That was a. Uh... We knew that that was gonna happen. Yeah, that was pretty horrendous. I so... think there is a disclaimer anyway. Yeah, that's fair. That might have that might have made the audience cringe. So <laughs> let's transfer and talk about the top five things that make you cringe. I hope that that's. I hope that we're not. I hope that's. Yeah, I hope you're not on your list. That would suck. <laughs> but I would. I would accept wise guys end of. NBA lottery month. <laughs> that I would be accept, but just us in general, that would that would hurt. Yeah, that would that would not be great. All right, so top five things that make us cringe. Chris, uh, you went last. You went first last time. I'm going first. Go for it. All right. Mouth noises. Just like, what? just like. <laughs> Like when you get like when people like chewing, like when you're chewing? yeah, they're chewing and okay. like they're like trying to pick something out of their teeth and they're making a bunch of noise. Can't can't stand it. Makes me cringe every time. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Slop, someone, like, sloppy like eaters. Two chews with their mouth open. Yeah, yeah. It's that's just, tough. It's pretty cringe. It's pretty cringe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got bullied out of doing that as a kid. Good. My Good. my mom and my sister are agree with you on that one yell at you good yeah um that's good i don't know if that's worth you being number one yeah i don't those like the i was like what's like the, the thing that like i will cringe if like i will cringe immediately if i just like hear someone like across the table going to town bro <laughs> all right my number one is somebody bombing while public speaking <sighs> that one i can't deal with I will just sit there and like, just oh, let this end. Yeah. Just let it end. And it feels like it goes on for so long, too. The worst is when they start cringing up there. Like, they're up on yeah. stage and they know it's bad, so they start cringing themselves, and you're like, oh. This I, well, I also, this one's fresh in my mind because the wedding that I went to, one, I won't name names, but there was one speaker who. It's made, really made hard you cringe to a little bit. To. Made you cringe a little a, bit. A little bit is an understatement. <laughs> it was, it was really bad. That's uh, brutal. Calling out your own family. It no, it wasn't a family member. <laughs> okay, all right, that's good. <laughs> I so, doubt this person listens, so it's okay. But it all right, tough. Number two, I have a new number two. I literally just just thought oh, of okay. it. PDA. Just oh like, damn, massive like How I'm a I'm big against. PDA it makes me cringe it makes me cringe so that uh had to be thrown out it's there. especially in places where it doesn't make any sense like I've seen it at the dining hall before just, and I'm like, just like are anywhere you in public it's like if you're not like I, I like where would it where, where where would you even like have it make sense I guess I guess yeah like I I don't that's just me that maybe that's just me but it's well i feel like there's certain places where it's like i don't know like if you're just like walking down the street like holding hands and you smooch like that's not yeah that's, i'm t- i'm talking aggressive you're holding PDA. hands and smooching in the dining hall yeah i'm talking so aggressive much pda yeah. like yeah like, i mean he's... it was worse in high school because 
like there was literally no appropriate spot for it but even if i see it like on campus like you know you're sitting on the lawn or whatever and you're sucking face that's not okay there should never be an instance where you're sucking face (laughs) in public in public it should never happen like there's not an excuse in the world that has sucking face what about it like a party or a club or something a club mate like if it's a dark lighted club yeah sure go ahead and like a party like you i don't know i guess a party works i guess you could but you're still subject to being filmed yeah no and made fun of yeah and made fun of so yeah that's where i land on pda holding hands i feel like is always the one that really makes me cringe (laughs) that depends like if you're like walking around like the mall or something holding hands like (laughs) jesus christ there are spots where holding hands is perfectly reasonable yeah but then there are other spots where it's not like it's like seriously like at the grocery store yeah, or yeah. something like that. It's like, do we really need to be ho- – like, are you guys that deeply in love? Yeah. <laughs> where you have to, like, release your grip from her hand to go grab the loaf of bread. Ugh. That's, that's making me cringe <laughs> like that right just now. makes me yeah, – yeah. That's uh, making me cringe right now. <laughs> All right. That was great because I have – my number three was over-the-top PDA. So I was that was, a, good, that was a great steal. Stolen, I stole it. Yeah, that was, that was a, steal. a great steal. Um. My number two, which I think is worse, is people who think that they're quirky. And they're not at all. That drives me nuts. And it's like kind of, it's like people that think that they're funny but aren't really funny. But it's the quirk because I feel like nobody's actually quirky. No, yeah, it's a choice to be quirky. Yeah, it's and it's never funny. No, I can't. Like... Even, I can't even like describe exactly what I'm saying. I we guess don't want to step like, on any toes like, either. Well, think of like your <laughs> average theater kid, I guess. Yeah. And like the things that they think are funny, that's what makes me cringe. The issue is that's not. That's the best way I can explain. And it. the issue is not that they find it funny; is that they think everyone else finds it funny. Right. That's the issue. Yes. It, it, it's like, fine I, if like that's the type of YouTube video that you watch at home, or like you're on quirky TikTok or whatever. Or it's yeah, and maybe that's your thing. Like, sure, that's your thing, but like. Don't make you think everyone sucks. else's thing. No, but don't make your thing everyone else's problem. Right. Like keep yeah. it keep it separately. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Your thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Quirky, just yeah. Being mean now. It make me cringe. Yeah, and my like, top two, I've like directly been mean to certain people. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um. All right. This one, a muse like a song as your ringtone. That's cringe. <laughs> Bad. Unless you're over the age of 40. Okay. I think you're fine if you're older. Okay. That's I didn't because that's I've never, like, I've never seen I've never heard that take before. I I, I don't mind it though. Well, my dad has uh Werewolves of London. Okay. Ringtone and every time I hear the like oh yeah. Werewolves of London, I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, okay. I can see that. But like you got like a little Uzi Vert song as your <laughs> get your ringtone like come on now bro <laughs> like come on just put it as the put it as the normal do you, thing. Do you encounter that a lot because i feel like not I've a never lot seen that. not a lot but like i've seen it before like i've heard like like in the library like i've heard like a song like just start well also the fact and, like, that you're not like... keeping your phone on silent at all times yeah your phone your phone should be at vibrate at all times like i i think that you're honestly again unless you're old 
you're an insane person if you don't leave your phone on silent. If I if like I get a ping or something like that, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I don't like. That I either. immediately turn it back. Also, off. Like, why would I even have it on? The, like the typing, when you're typing ugh. on your phone, it's That's, that one. It brutal. bothers me so much. <laughs> that makes me there's no reason itself. for it. No, it, yeah. there's not. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah, that one's bad. Yeah, music wind tones. That's cringe. Yeah. All right. My number three people who speak in memes. Like, are you come up with your own material? Like, you don't have to. Like, everything doesn't have to be. I'm. I feel like I'm pretty good at like referencing things on the fly. Yeah. But I know my audience. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just speaking in memes in front of people that you don't really know, like, it's not funny at all. The. It's always. A, it's always cringe when you don't know your audience no matter what yes. it, it, whether you're speaking in memes I, or like I inside have a jokes similar one later or actually. okay all right then i won't get into it much but yeah speaking it's memes, not it's an honorable mention so. if you're if you're just throwing memes out there expecting people to pick it up mm-hmm. you're just in the you're in the wrong i feel like you can you can kind of gauge what person makes me cringe based on my list <laughs> at least based on number two and three because yeah. those ones are very similar because I feel like the quirky person is similar to the person who is just Check way over entrenched in the meme culture. Yeah, except the... unless it's uh, Virgin Chad. The Virgin Chad's always it's Virgin Chad. Virgin Chad's always like, go for it. You're right. That but one it... I will always find. And it funny. can't just be like the meme has to cater to your to your audience. If you're mm-hmm. if you want to speak if you want to start by speaking in memes, it gets got to cater to your audience. But you also don't just throw it out there, you know. You can't just be like you can't just like pretend it's not a meme, you know. You gotta, right, yeah. You gotta be be aware that it's a meme. I I agree. I agree on that one. Uh, all right. My next one, app ads. Make me cringe. The ones that like purposely do it, like just some shitty game, and they purposely have the guy be terrible at it because they want you to download it. It makes me cringe every time. The ones that like ask you or make you like play a little bit of the game to move on. <laughs> I mean, aren't we past that? I know. Yeah. Like, I... who plays games anymore? I don't know. I have I, mean, I, have, I have one like... downloaded, and it's it's not even like a game. It's like a simulator, more like it's it's like one of those building thing. Like it's Fallout Shelter. I just build like I have mm-hmm. like a little vault, but that's all I got. I don't play games anymore. But like, if I'm yeah. playing besides Solitaire, I have Solitaire. Like, if I'm playing Solitaire and I get one of those ads, it's like, what audience do you think is going to, like, who's going to go from (laughs) some Solitaire to this stupid-ass puzzle game that is all the same? Like, it's it's all some Candy Crush knockoff that no one cares about. Yeah. That and, like, the Clash knockoffs. Yeah. I guess that's not as big as it used to be, but, like, when Clash was super big, you would always get, like beach and uh-huh. stuff like that ads and it's like Sa- why would i play yeah. that if i could play clash instead yeah it's like i'm all right and especially it's like i'm already playing clash like right now like wow right, yeah they give you the ad yeah. for beach yeah, like, like in the middle of clash. like why would like, i do that yeah, that doesn't really make sense yeah all right my what are we on four right mm-hmm. people who are too woke <laughs> i know all people I've your list now <laughs> your list is gonna destroy mine <laughs> I feel like, but people who like everything they have to turn into like, and this is why like America's racist, and it's like okay, there oh, are people like that, and there's also there's also it's journalists that are the problem. 
Yeah. There's also you get clickbaity headlines like that. And it, and then people start to talk like that and think they're smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that bothers me is similar, and maybe it's woke. I never found like the right adjective for it, but it's like the people who are like too, I don't, like too worried about everything. They're mm-hmm. like they're like you you'd say something and be like oh well like that could be bad for you in some way or like something like that could be like oh you know like you could like sue them for something stupid like i don't know like in just like a normal conversation it's like <clears throat> they always got to make it something about how it could be worrisome and maybe that is that could be hand in hand with woke because the but I, I agree the woke community it's the instagram post on the stories I almost put Instagram down, but I figured that would be included in this. The stories are just the story post is just it's it's everything. It's everything that we're yeah. talking about. You ever you ever click on one of them and like read through the six posts and just immediately like you want to delete Instagram? Because <laughs> I feel that way a lot, and I don't know why. Because I'll see a post and I'll read the like the initial thing that it's trying to say, and I'm like. I have to know. Like, <laughs> I have to know exactly. I yeah. have to know like how dumb it is. Because <laughs> they're just like connecting dots that aren't that aren't supposed to be connected. And it, like everything has to be like sexist or racist or homophobic. Yeah. Everything's you know, a microaggression too. Yes. The the other thing, like, when you think about it, it's like if Seinfeld was released today. There's no way that show would last a season. I know. Like, there's not, and it just ruins, like, it, like it's like people are trying to be funny. Like, all these mm-hmm. things are not racist or sexist or the the one thing that we have left the stigma stand up comedy. Yeah, because comedians, for whatever reason, are allowed to say whatever they want, and they don't care. Like, no. they will get threats yeah. and like letters that say like this is not okay. Like, we're gonna cancel you, and they say we don't care. And Netflix has their back, which is huge. Yeah, it's it is huge, and it needs to it needs to be that way because once we learn, once we once we forget how to laugh, it's you know it's hard to come back. It's hard to come right. back from that when you're when you're blaming everything instead of just taking it as a joke that it is, just calling it a problem and calling it that <laughs> it needs that. And of course, this is not undermining the actual problems that are out there. It's right. Not, that's the thing. But if but you when can't you start make light up, of certain yeah. things. And when you're also and, making know, problems, like you just become miserable. You also just are making more. Like the woke people that you're describing are just making more and more problems. They're just ma- yeah. like they're they're twisting it to oh, I'm offended for them instead of like you're also making it seem like or not less of a problem, but making people disregard the actual problem because you're taking things that aren't an issue and turning it into an issue, and then people are like. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and so it, then they think that the the entire yes, issue that might yes. actually be an issue, they're the, ignoring it. Yes, and they also they use that they use your other arguments, the arguments that don't make sense. They use that against your arguments that do make sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. Glad we're on the same page. Makes me cringe. All right. That's super cringy. Number five. <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> yep. Just, that's, any sort of thing in the media really bad. the mr unlimited video it's the greatest video of all time itself it, it is the greatest video of all time. it might be the worst video of 
<laughs> it you can't like i don't i haven't it. watched the whole thing i don't think without oh, just being like uh-uh, it's I like torture it. it's yeah, like torture, it torture watching that it really is torture all of his like tiktoks and all of his like media stuff it's just like I, it, there's no other way to describe it besides cringe it, it, he's like the poster boy of cringe yeah and like but i can't tell if it's fake or not i don't think it is i think he's no just, i think no i think just he's a just cringe, cringe dude yeah i think he's just cringe the and like it seems like it's all genuine it's all like it's supposed mm-hmm. to be in good fun and it seems like he's a nice guy like it's just that's why i don't have that much of a problem with it no it's i don't have an issue it with it does either. seem genuine it's yeah just, he's so just cringe, cringe. Like, he literally yeah. cannot help it. He is just simply cringe. Yeah. Kind of sucks. It really. It, yeah. it kind of sucks for him. He is. He's. He does think that he's, like, quirky. He does. Yeah, he does think he's So quirky. he's. He fits right in at number two. <laughs> All, right. All right. My number five is people who aren't self-aware. Whether that's, like, your ego is too big or... You're funny, mm-hmm. and you're not. That bothers me. This is a real hatred list for you. I know. I I really turned it into just shitting yeah, on a, everybody that I know. This is a real real hater indirectly. List. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real haters list. Uh, People make me cringe. I almost I had on my list actually when I was making it the average Gen Z person, and I was like, you know what? I can split this up in <laughs> in a bunch of different categories. <laughs> that one's way too broad. The... But yeah, that was going to be my number two. I yeah. just created the rest of my list based on what that person is. <laughs> so. Well, I hope you don't piss off too many people with this list. I don't think I will. And if I do, bummer. It seems like you're cringe. <laughs> no, I yeah, I agree. The, the unself-aware people, especially in the day of age of social media, because mm-hmm. they can just spread their un- unawareness to everybody. And everyone just looks at them and cringes. Mm-hmm. All right. Honorable mentions. Uh, I have bad takes. Cringe. Yes. <laughs> Lots of people on Twitter. It goes hand in hand with everything you've said. Mm-hmm. Bleacher Report. Cringe. <laughs> report is very cringe. And then fanfics. Cringe. <laughs> <laughs> cringe. <laughs> All right, I have Scott's Tots. Scott's Tots. I, I fucking love that episode. It is. So I lo- I learned to like it because so I, I actually funny. like for for all the things I have on here, NGTV is like my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, like there's not an episode of all, of The Office that actually bothers me anymore. No, Scott's that- Tots was the one where at the time of watching it, it was too much for me. No, I've learned to appreciate every it. Time. Yeah, it was... At the time, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. There's some things that George does where I'm just like, oh my god. Like, George. <laughs> like, well, the problem with Seinfeld is three minutes into the episode, you can tell like what's going to happen, and you're just like, oh no. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready for it. No, they lay out the pieces, and you know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's, it becomes, once you're like a couple seasons in, it becomes so predictable. But it's it still, doesn't I mean, change how funny it is. No, that's still best show ever, but. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Keep and going. then the other one I have is people that can't read the room. Oh, that's a good one. There, there's a lot. Yeah, people who can't read the room, they got some problems. They got problems ahead of them and just in the world. I feel bad for them. All right, that does it. Uh, any uh, oh, how was, how was the Philly game? Pretty cringe. Did you say act taxes? Taxes, taxes. are cringe. Gas prices <laughs> cringe. cringe. Uh, Star Trek a little cringe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. I'm just trying to look around the room. I think anime is kind of cringe. You're gonna get some haters on that one. I'm not. I'm not one of them because I I could be indifferent about anime. I don't really care, but because I don't watch it, nor do I hate on it, but. Could, I, I don't see hate it on it. Cringe. I just think it's a little bit. Yeah, I can see where it gets cringe. Uh, the Eagles, cringe. Giants, <laughs> cringe. Uh, what else we got? That seems to cover football fans who think that they know a lot about football when they don't, which is ninety-eight percent of football fans. Unwise guys. They Unwise are. Guys uh, they are cringe. cringe. They are cringe. Basically, anybody other than me <laughs> <laughs> is what is what this list has turned into. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, haters of the podcast, cringe. Yeah, they yeah. should be number one. Haters of the podcast, they're my new number one. Is cringe. Mm. Uh, but I think that does it. How was the Phillies game? Were they cringe? It was awesome. Okay. Oh, they weren't cringe yeah. at all. Wow. Nats fans actually the super cringe. Fans, cringe. I can't believe I didn't have that on there. Every time they score a run, <laughs> they do this thing where they go. N A T S Nats 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 Woo and they like raise their hats like that. That's correct. And like my That's dad, great. the first time they did it, we just like looked at each other and we we're like, "This is gonna be a long day if the that, Phillies don't win both of these games." Uh, but yeah, they won first game. I think it was five three. Got a little stressful at the end, but. The second game, they were down 5-3, and Bryce didn't play. Came into pinch hit in the eighth inning with two guys on, and they were going to walk him. It was 3-0. Guy throws a pitch that's high. Ump calls it a strike, and Bryce was, like, so pissed about it. And then the next pitch, for some reason, he grew him a strike, and Harper hit, hit it in the gap. Game time double. And it was the day after the NBA Finals. Yeah, and he gets to second base, and he went like that, like the thing that Curry did. Oh, Curry's cringe. And he can be cringe, yeah. The, the stuff he was doing, he was. Do you see him laying on the floor of the parade, doing the night night? Oh, that was I fucking cringe. Anything, I didn't watch anything from the parade, but uh, yeah. So that was awesome. That's I, I love. I thought about like I couldn't get Bryce out of my head for like twenty four hours. <laughs> that was electric. That's all I thought about. Uh, but yeah, so then they ended up winning that game too. They took four or five from the Nats. So that was that was fun. Sweet. Got booed so hard too because they hate him in DC. Good, good. As they should. hit him with the nice. I the least cringe thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Doing like opposites. That was epically based. That was absolutely epically. That was pretty great. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's slow your roll there. All right. Well, that does it for the pod. We somehow got this to an hour and thirty. So, hope you guys all we did a whole mock draft. The off-season preview was more in depth than I. Yeah, that figured, we, did, we should did have seen coming. That. Yeah. But. All right. Well, that does it. See you guys all on Friday.
and uh, good luck to your teams in the end. Happy, happy birthday to my little sister, Alex. Oh, nice. I'm 18. Nice. Shout out at the end. Shout out. 